Guess what, everybody? You can swag surf the Tiffy Jewel Wave each and every Tuesday and Friday at 7.30. Everyone's, Everyone's there, there, and it's a great time. Tiffy Jewels has some of the most unique and affordable jewelry, and it's all lead and nickel free. Don't forget about those free prizes. Follow Tiffy Jewels on Facebook so you can be notified when she goes live. Are you looking to start or grow your business? Do you need distinctive branding material and marketing guidance? Are you looking for impressive promotional materials to grab your audience and ignite sales? DA Branded is here for that and more. Follow DA Branded today on Instagram and Facebook at Get DA Branded. All right, people, it's time to make it pop and make it steam. Steam. We've been killing it over at anchor.fm forward slash 215. However, I want to give you more. more. That's more content, more music, more info, and more access. access. I'm looking to connect with all of you because, well, if it wasn't for you, this show wouldn't be so dope. So let's continue to build. Join me over at patreon.com forward slash nonstop working. All right, we're rolling there. We're rolling now. Mm, 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 mm. All right, and we're up there. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? It's your boy, Mr. Hurd, live and in full effect, holding it down for anchor.fm forward slash 215. The nonstop working podcast, Philadelphia's number one independent podcast. Right, DAUS, the Divine Artistic United Society. Thank you guys for visiting us at our website, www.daus.me, where we're nonstop working. Y'all know how we do, man. It's a beautiful deal. All right. Had a rainy one yesterday. Hella rainy yesterday. But, um, you know, we got through it. It slowed up around the evening time, but um, it was it was pretty nasty early on. All right. But I was very productive yesterday. I got a lot of stuff done. All right. Shout out to anybody who's tuning in. We are... Streaming on the book right now, all right? My man Moolah B in the building. Shout out to Moolah B. We got Jory. Who have, shout out to Jory. You know, we're out here, man. We're out here. So I just wanted to chop it up with y'all real fast. I wanted to um, spit game with the folks real fast because uh, a couple things have been um, sent over to me, all right? So I wanted to talk with you guys about that. Uh, I wanted to... Just, just, just kick it with y'all, man. I love you guys. But we, we've been killing it over at anchor.fm4 slash 215. So thank you guys for tuning in over there, all right? Uh, if you guys see the links around, when you see those links, just hit the share button. You know, even if you don't have time to check out the podcast right then and there, just hit that share button. You know what I'm saying? Also, if you have Anchor or if you want to participate with us, you can download the Anchor app. Okay, and it's free from the Google Play Store. Once you download the Anchor app and you make an account, you'll be able to record uh, responses to segments and things like that. And you can send those over to us at anchor.fm4 slash 215 so we can include your recording in our segments. All right. So for those folks who want to leave a comment or respond to any of the subjects that we talk about, you can do so through there. Uh, And I look forward to it. All right. I look forward to you guys doing. I love the stuff that you guys send and share. It's always insightful. I learn a lot. And I also um, I also get to um, have a lot of uh, fresh content when it comes to time to um, share things with the folks online. 
You know what I'm saying? All right, Patreon is popping. All right, you guys want to make sure y'all hit me up on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash nonstop working. Patreon.com forward slash nonstop working. Make sure you go over there. All right, log in over at Patreon because we got some new uploads coming. All right, you got behind the scenes footage. Y'all know I've been producing um, different audio documentaries. All right, so I got a, a I got a, a, a slew of those coming out. All right, we got we got one where we're talking about um, um, men. All right, we're talking about men and um, um, the abuse that men suffer and deal with. All right, we're talking about um, feminism a bit. All right, so y'all want to go over there and check that out. We got that coming out soon. Right now, it's a I produce I prepared a twenty minute. Uh, audio segment all right that'll be over at patreon.com fellas you want to check that joint out very very uh powerful stuff and just something um to get you thinking all right something to get your mind um considering some things all right so go over there patreon.com forward slash nonstop working we also are working on a documentary about um your feet man all right keeping your feet healthy healthy feet you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my man. Shout out to my man, Ty Brown. He sent over a video clip, man. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to talk about that clip uh, in just a little bit here. All right. So you guys, please stick around. I'm going to play a clip here. All right. You know, um, um, some, some, some sisters was turned up at a, at a restaurant and a brother had to come get them straight. The restaurant owner came and got them straight. I'm going to play that clip for you. I actually heard a lot of people talking about it the past couple days. Well, yesterday I did, actually. I ain't going to say a couple days. Yesterday I heard folks talking about it, but I wasn't sure what they were talking about. So I'm glad you guys sent that over to me. And that's what I mean, family. That's what I mean. You guys help me keep bringing out the good content. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that. All right, but we're going to talk about that. Um, where was I at? I let get somewhere. Like, I feel like I'm there. I'm there. Where'd I go? Okay. But, uh, yes, yeah, so I just wanted to wrap with you guys real fast. All right. Um. Yeah, Patreon.com, you want to be over there. So we're doing the uh, the um, the audio documentary about the the men, um, what, it's, what it means to be a man, the difficulties of being a man. It's called Misandry. All right, so look out for that. I'll have um, advertisements going out for that. But it's a 20-minute prepared, it's a 20-minute presentation, and uh, it's finished. It's finished already. You know what I'm saying? It got some. It'll have some behind-the-scenes footage. Um, my man Zaire Sankofa actually came through and talked with us briefly about his experience as a man. So you'll hear that in there. You'll also hear the full clip with Z Sankofa. That'll be available at Patreon.com as well. You'll hear the full clips. I think we talked for about 20 minutes or maybe half hour. All right, but we weren't able to put the whole half hour into the uh, audio presentation miss andry all right so you guys go over there check it out all right ladies you're more than welcome to check it out too shout out to carmen woods what's going on carmen wood that's so crazy i'll be thinking it should be a s at woods like carmen woods you know what i'm saying but okay shout out to sms music group yeah i'm saying yeah i'm saying we in the building so all right folks all right, before I, before I play the clip, all right, make sure you guys go check me out at patreon.com forward slash nonstop working. All right, fellas, I want you guys to partner with me there. All right, join me at patreon.com. Let me know what your ideas are. If you got comments on any of the content that I've, be cre uh, that I've been creating, let me know there. If you have music that you guys want promoted, listen, you join me at Patreon. 
holler right at me directly. You get what I'm saying? But I also would like some of you guys to participate in a few of these um, presentations that I'm developing because your insight is important. My thing, guys, is to really make sure that in 20 years from now, this era was documented well. So that's what I'm, I'm aiming to do. You know what I'm saying? Except my approach is to do it through audio, not necessarily do video um, because I'm a beast with the audio stuff. All right. OK, so look. Let's, let's skip forward. What do you all think about the Tyson fight? All right. I need the folks on the Facebook. I need you all to let me know in the comments section what y'all thought about the Tyson fight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and y'all got to tell me on y'all got to let me know in the comment section so that I can let the anchor listeners know. All right. The anchor listeners around the world, they need to know what y'all thought about the fight. You know, I'll give you real quick my take on it. Um, well, let me just say this. I don't even know if it's my take on it. I'll say I what I really want to say to the listeners around the world and to you guys on the book. Right. I want to say, black family, that I really appreciated seeing Mike. All right. I'm, I'm going to get to the comments right fast. Before I go to the comments, let me just throw this up there. I appreciated seeing Mike in the ring again doing his thing. He he lost 100 pounds, they were saying, right? So he was thin, right? Mike had that I'm on that shit look, but y'all know he wasn't on that shit, right? But so he was thin. He had the little, he was floating. He had the little turtle shell neck now. You know what I'm saying? But his slip game was on point. You know what I'm saying? He was he was dipping a lot of punches. And to be honest, we all know he took it easy on on uh, Roy. Right. Will we all agree that he took it easy on Roy that he, he you know, he, he remained a good sport. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they talked before the fight. It, it was like, yo, it was like, look, man, just just we're going to go, but not full throttle. We're going we're going to go. But I'm not. I mean, because Roy Roy wasn't in there. His ego wasn't really in that ring. He wasn't in that ring trying to like, you know, outdo Mike or nothing like that. It was real exhibition, real uh, PG-13 boxing. Um, I think just for the fans, we all know that they, they was just collecting a money bag. We, we know, right? It was just a money bag grab. But, but Mike looked good. Okay, and, and, and the big thing about it, and I'm, I'm going to get to what you guys think. The big thing I think about it, the, what I really liked was that Mike, in a way, I feel like Mike got to redeem himself. I feel like Mike, I feel like this was a chance real fast for him to redeem himself. Y'all know he did all of that boxing early on where he was just, just pit bull. If you go look at the old clips and everything like that, it's like, I'm a fighter, I put him in the ring, I'll take off anybody's head. I don't care who it is, put him in there, I'm going to beat him up because I'm going to beat him up because I'm going to beat him up because I'm the, I'm the ah, that's what I do. I'm a monster. I, I bite people's heads off. I'm a monster. And then I, you know, and you, I, I got to fornicate with you for you to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Mike was a wild dude. He was a wild dude. And when he did this fight, everything about it was just, I mean, he's 53, but everything about it was mature Mike. Everything about it was a more mature person you dealt with. You know what I'm saying? So when he was in the ring, he was able to be, um, he was able to pull some of those punches. You know, his ego was in check at this point. So I even seen Mike a couple times where Roy Jones was hugging him. It felt like Mike was ch checking on, on Roy. Like, yo, you all right? I did that. Did I, did, I, did, I, did I hit you too hard there? You know what I'm saying? Mike, like Mike clearly has developed... As a man, he's grew as a man. And I feel like that was very evident in that ring. 
You know what I'm saying? And it, it made me feel happy for Mike that. And this is how I feel about all men. When we can find. When we can make our way through evolution successfully. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when we when we're younger, man, we have so much energy, man. You, we, we're so eager. We're so aggressive. You know what I mean? And you see that he's he's learned to. um He's learned to control himself a lot more. And when you, when you, if you, if you, if you guys, I don't know if you saw him talking to Boosie. He was talking to Boosie. He, they were doing a podcast, and the energy that I'm talking about, Mike doesn't have anymore, or has learned how to control. Boosie still has. And when you see that interview between Mike and Boosie, it's like the new Mike, right? This old, this new Mike talking to the young. Mike, but it's Boosie, and you see it because Mike is presenting questions that Boosie don't really know how to respond to, and it's because Boosie ain't mature yet to that level where he's actually um, reflecting on his his actions a hundred percent. All right, I'm gonna stop philosophizing. It was just good to see Mike um, in the ring, and and also too after that whole bite in the ear thing, you know, he really got a bad, he really got like a a bad rep, and I feel like him coming out there doing this fight. Um, just was an opportunity now to show people how he's grown. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's this late in the stage, I'm sure he'll probably never fight it again, but it just showed people that, look, I've grown. And he got the chance to be in the ring again, man. Even though it wasn't a full sold out stadium or nothing like that, he got to be a ring. He got to be in the ring again. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's go to the comments section here. My man SMS said that Joan was staged. LOL. Yeah, I definitely think it was staged. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, and I also didn't really care to see it in that empty, empty um arena thingy thing thing. That was that was weird. Alright. Let me see. I don't know who we got up in this joint. I don't know how many viewers we got up in here. I wanna play this clip, guys, of this restaurant shebang. You know what I'm saying? Cause I wanna know what the folks think about it. Cause it was interesting. Alright? So I'm gonna play that clip for y'all. Hold on, let me see if I can get a if I can get some viewers up in this bitch. I'll play the clip. We gotta get some damn where y'all at this morning. Shit. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday, right? Come on, five of y'all. Get your asses in here so I can play this clip. Come on, we trying to keep this thing under 20 minutes here. I ain't trying to be here talking with y'all all day. I got some stuff to compose. He said all he said the joint was staged. All in all, it was entertaining. I absolutely agree, brother. I absolutely agree. And to be fair, um, you know, we got this we got to see some some boxing. It wasn't it wasn't nobody was going for a knockout, but they boxed. They sparred. I like that word better, right? They sparred, right? What what was the name of the uh, what was the name of those other two fighters that everybody's talking about the white kid and the basketball player? He's like a brother or something. It's like two brothers named Paul. Two two brothers named Paul or something. The one dude was boxing. That that fight was a waste of my time. I didn't really care to see that fight. The knockout wasn't even so interesting. It was. It was embarrassing. Anytime you, you see a dude get knocked out where you take a punch and he falls right to the canvas, we want to see that. We want to watch that video. But it wasn't really an interesting fight. It was a real schoolyard, wild punches, haymakers, behind the head punches, that kind of stuff. 
So I didn't care to see that. But the knockout was Saudi. Your man, the ball player, he got his ass knocked down. He got he got Debo knocked the fuck out. My man smoke. Smoke one said Nate Robinson and Jake Paul. Yes. Now, guys, can y'all fill me in? Who the hell is Nate Robinson? And I'm sure I should have probably done my research before jumping on and dropping the name. But who exactly is that? I'm not a big basketball follower. I don't really follow basketball too much. He's a. Everybody's saying he's a ball player. I thought he was like and one or some shit. I don't. I don't know. Is he an NBA player? Nate Robinson? I can't look it up right now. The laptop's all the way over there. Nate Robinson and Jake Paul. And and also, guys, who is Jake Paul? Hang on. Yeah, who is Jake Paul? I saw that his brother does, or he and his brother, I don't know, they got like some kind of podcast show or something. So they're like YouTubers or something. What exactly is the deal with that, if anybody knows? My man Smoke One, SMS Music Group. He said he he most famous for winning the dunk contest three times. So yeah, he was a very good basketball player. Well, what team did he play for? Damn, y'all. I'm fucking up. Damn. He said the man was famous for the dunk contest. I thought, I thought, uh, what's the ball that played for the Raptors was the ball that was known for the dunk contest? It's a new somebody else got the cake now. I'm showing my age, y'all. Fuck, I don't be watching no basketball like that. Look. Fuck, I don't be watching no basketball. <laughs> he said, Paul is just a famous YouTuber. So why the hell would he even box him? See, sometimes y'all, see, so he so he boxed him. So he says, he said, yeah, he was a very good basketball player. Yeah, I need to know what team he played for. He said he was known for, for winning the dunk contest three times. All right, okay. What's the name of the dude that I'm talking about from the Raptors? Or he used to play for the Raptors. He had won that dunk contest last time. That was a long ass time ago. Don't get me. No, it was a long ass time ago. The shit I'm talking about. But I'm just curious because I never. So I, I got to go check out. Um, a damn. So he said they say so. It, so he played for a lot of teams. My man, as Vince Carter. That's the Carter I'm talking about. There you go. There you go. Right, right, right. So Vince Carter, not the ball no more. It's this dude. How long How long has Vince Carter not been the ball? Shout out to my man, David Adams. DA Graphics. Folks, if y'all looking for decent graphics, not just decent graphics, but branding, you need to check out DA Branded. All right. If you're an artist out there, if you're an entrepreneur of your business, Listen, you trying to take your brand game to the next level. I'm trying to tell y'all y'all need to mess with DA Branded. All right. On Facebook and Instagram. Check it out today. DA Branded on Facebook and Instagram. But yes, Vince, so Vince Carter not the ball no more. Vince Carter is not the ball no more. And y'all saying that your man, uh, what's his name? Damn it. Let me get back to where it go. Hold on. Nate Robinson, and he done played for a bunch of teams. What was the last team he played for? My man SMS said, Vince Carter is always going to be the ball. LOL. Nate just a legend, too. All right, damn. So why y'all let y'all, why y'all let y'all, why y'all let y'all legend go out here and take this L like that? Damn. 
You woke up the next morning. They was out here doing a Nate Robinson challenge. <laughs> Niggas was out here planking and shit. Calling it the, the Nate Robinson challenge. Alright, let's get some more viewers in here, y'all, so I can play this clip. I need to know what y'all think about this clip. Alright, we about to play this clip of these young ladies getting told to sit their ass down in a restaurant. Alright, did y'all y'all know the brother? Told them to sit that ass down in a restaurant. So what's the future of this, uh, what's the future of this, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Paul guy. Y'all see, I ain't shit, man. Jake Paul. So what's the future of this Jake Paul thing? I see they're talking about, they're pressing him to box his brother. The fuck is that about? So he said, he been talking shit to the white boy for like two years. He asked for it. So he's just been, what, trolling? But they just been having like a troll war online? Battling back and forth, talking shit? And then he, and then he, and then he jumps in the ring and get, and get uh, stretched. It just bothered me because I'm thinking you got hands. I'm thinking if anybody goes on live television or uh, I'm thinking if anybody jumps in a ring and broadcasts a fight globally, I'm thinking that they're going to have some hands and some slip. Some hands and some slip. Uh, I, I saw no slip. I saw no slip. He said, yep, that's about right. So they've been beefing back and forth. How the hell... Uh, so he done play NBA ball. He done won the dunk contest. He done been on multiple teams and he out here just arguing with an internet personality. Said Nate played him sweet and got a rude awakening big time. That's my man SM, SMS Music Group. Smoke one in the building. He says, uh, he said, yeah, he, he basically played him sweet and got a rude awakening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 guys, it wasn't really, uh, it wasn't really like a, it wasn't a good knockout. It was like a salty knockout. Like, it wasn't, listen, I want y'all to go back and look at the, um, go back and look at the, 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 the fight between Tyson and Roy. And it's a point where, Tyson is boxing Roy, and he throws this right counter, right? He comes across with this counter punch, but the man is so clean. He's so clean and precise that the camera angle, like the camera, the, the camera that's on him, you just see perfect mathematical precision from Mike, and the camera just catches it perfect. Roy throws something. Mike dips this way here. And when he comes across with the right, it comes straight across the, the, the jaw. And the camera is right off to the cut over here. But you just see his perfect form. And the punch doesn't hit anything. It doesn't connect. But you just see him in this beautiful ass stance. You got none of that from Jake Paul and the, and the ball. Nate is what, I'm, is what my point is. That level of accuracy and precision, they weren't gunning with that kind of stuff. They were out there with a lot of haymakers and they they looked like um a lot of Deontay Wilder type shit going on. And I'm not trying to play the brother because he got a lot of power. But it was a lot of that street brawling approach to the shit. You know what I mean? So that that right there ain't really helped me none. 
He said Nate trainers set him up for a failure. They thought they taught him all offense, no defense. Yeah, yeah, they taught him all offense, no defense. True that. And I think too, a lot of brothers, we 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 like to go out there and be like, well, I'm I'm a black boy. I'm gonna beat this white ball up. You can't go out there with that attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't go out there with that. I'm a black boy. You a white boy. I'm a dog. You attitude. Thank you guys. All right, we can play this clip in a second. All right. Shout out to Israelite Ashley in the building. Hey, what's up with nephew? Where nephew at? Put nephew on a live. I'm trying to go live with nephew. What's up? Where he at? Put my nephew on a live. Y'all want me? Y'all want me? My nephew. Let him meet Uncle Herb one time. <laughs> oh, my man SMS said that's exactly what he thought. Yeah, you could tell. He thought he thought he was just going black power the white ball to the canvas. All right, guys, we're going to play that clip. All right. If, if y'all got any more comments about that fight, let me know. Drop them in the comments section so I can read it for our listeners here. All right. But I want to play this clip. All right. He, and then and then not only that. He took a uh, he took a heavy punch. Before that knockout punch. And he really he really wanted to tap out then. Y'all saying he, he he backed up against the ropes or whatever. They checked on him. He took a deep breath like like that and shit. And then he went back out. Then he ate that motherfucking right hand. Bang. I was like, yeah. I thought they were boxers, y'all. I thought they were two boxers. I didn't know they was just two regular dudes. You know what I mean? So on that note, I give I give the boy some some slack. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, said said even after he got dropped, he still was bull rushing it. Right. He still was rushing. Right, right. Yeah, it was bad. It looked real amateur. All right, guys. So look, I'm gonna turn my mic down real fast, but I'm gonna play this clip for y'all. Let me know what y'all think about this. All right, now I'm not sure what city this was in. I'm not even sure if this. I don't even know sure, but this was what city this was in. He was talking about Prime and so the brother, black uh, restaurant owner, has a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? And um, it looked like uh, some sisters was there having like a, a maybe a party at the at the restaurant or whatever. DJs there spinning packed house. And I guess they started turning up a little bit. Y'all know how they do turning up. So they started turning up a little bit. And they was in there jamming and jigging and everything. But then it got to that, you know, that part that we do now and there. These days we go, hey, 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 hey. Y'all know. By about the fifth A's, somebody ass start bouncing. You know what I'm saying? But this particular restaurant owner didn't like that too much. And he came over and he got with those um, people about their behavior. All right. So I'm going to play the clip of it. I got a recording of it here. Shout out to my man Ty for us putting me on to the clip because I was looking for it. All right, I got to stop my recording here so I can play this for you guys. Just a second. All right, I'm going to play it. Let me know. What I invested a lot of money into buying this building, into developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Come on! Stop the music, please! Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. And so all this 
twerking and shit, take it to Prime, take it to Pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves? And you guys are twerking on glass here. If you want to do it, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it, no, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. Alright, alright, okay, alright, 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 so that was the clip. By, by by sprinkling some likes, guys, how many of y'all saw that clip? <laughs> how many of y'all saw the clip? My man SMS said he saw it. Uh, all right. Smoke One says, yo, this is Smoke One on Facebook. Make sure y'all go follow. Smoke One on Facebook, also SMS Music Group on Facebook. You on Facebook and Instagram at Smoke One, brother? All right, but he says, he was good until he started cursing. I agree with the message, though. He says, I got mixed emotions. My man Dave says, DA Graphics, DA Branded, all right? He says, uh, I was the, he said, I was with the owner until he cursed. To me, that part was out of line. Yes, on Instagram and Facebook, Smoke One SMS Music Group. So, I'm like you guys. Um, you know what, I don't even, I, I can't even say that I got mixed feelings about it. I almost feel like I need to hear the clip again. But... Can I say I'm kind of embarrassed? I'm embarrassed because a man had to go tell a group of women what his expectations of them was. I want you guys to test something. Next time you go outside, next time you go out somewhere to the mall, to the store, whenever you see a group of women, stop them and say, okay, ladies, I see y'all, and then go, Hey, 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 and do not let up. Don't stop the egg. Keep going. Hey, 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 and see what you'll notice. I guarantee you, if you do that five times, right, to a group of women, three out of the five times, the women going to start twerking. Three out of the five times, the sister going. Did y'all see that clip where the dude be online? He be on the internet and he go live and his mama be in the back. And then he be like, come on, mama, what you going to do? You got to get it, get it. Flip, 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 flip. He started getting it. Flip, flip. And his mom's in the background and by about the eighth flip. Mama stands up and start popping her ass. And he said, oh, 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 oh. 
Y'all see that video? That's what I mean. That's what's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? That to get a large group of sisters to act crazy, all you got to do is jump up and start saying, flip, 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 flip. Can you imagine that? Somebody walk up to you on the street and say, hey, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. And now everybody start killing it. And everybody start killing it. My man Dave said, Bob was drawing. You see that clip, man? He's like, mm, flip, 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 flip. I ain't even gonna hold you. The flip shit was popping. I ain't even gonna hold you. My man dropped the flip shit. I was like, I ain't even gonna hold you. I was in that shit like. And then when his mom stood up, I did the same shit he did. I was like, oh. We just got a, we got a lot of, our sisters got a lot of play in them. Our sisters got so much play in them. So I understand that brother's frustration. I really do. I really do. He said, I built this place for y'all. I built this so that we have a place to be in. Well, I don't know. I don't know. He he was tripping. He was he shouldn't. He ain't had to get loud like that. He ain't had to say nothing like that to them. He ain't had to cuss. He he ain't had to. Uh, what the fuck? He ain't got it up. The problem is, like he said, this is a restaurant. I built a restaurant for my black folks to be able to come and dine respectfully. Hey, 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 hey. See, that's that shit that folks start doing when they're uncomfortable with the environment. Come on, we're going to go to this restaurant. And them girls sat down and they got the menus. And it wasn't no chicken fingers and fries on that fucking menu. They got that menu and they started seeing shit like rainbow trout. They started seeing shit like. Mahi, mahi. And it was just, it was too much class. Uh, started having a fucking class overload, huh? Too much class. This niggas is classy. We got the, we got the hooded out somehow. Come on, everybody. Come on, y'all. Let's pull out the Hennessy bottle from your purse. Niggas started hitting vape pens in the back. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And then the minute the DJ played a song that was popping just a little bit. Just a little bit. They had to try to flip the shit to Vanity Grand. Hey, hey, hey. Chill the fuck out sometimes. Enjoy your meal. And so I understand what the brother meant. I understand. He says, I mean, he said the part, he said it's parts to the story that's not being told. Oh, absolutely. He said there's parts to the story not being told. Oh, big time. Big time. I, I mean, I can, I can agree with that. You know, I'm, I'm sure there is. Well, what kind of parts of the story? Let me ask you that. What kind of parts do you think we we missing? 
we didn't see a full clip. We didn't see, you know, I think what also happened is I think. Because the clip is edited, I think the brother approached him and asked him to stop, and I think they mouthed back. I think I think they did a slight back and forth with maybe one or two of the people. Well, you ain't got to talk to what we get it. He did one of them, and that's what I think got him to that. Well, I did this for this. If you don't like it, you get the fuck out. Because y'all know how it is. Y'all know how it is when you come up to a black person and you like, hey, listen, could you could you please not do that? I would like that, and they're like this. Well, why can't I? And then so now you got to start explaining yourself. You get y'all. Y'all know I tell you all the time about unnecessarily con unnecessarily confrontational people, people who need a confrontation even though we don't gotta be one. So I think he ran into that. You know, he asked them to tone down, and I believe he got pushback for that. And then that's where he got to the well. You can get the fuck out. Now I'm gonna be real about this. Y'all can get the fuck out of his restaurant. That part where he said, "I don't need your fucking money." Who? Do you know how many black folks think they can come disrespect your business because you need their money? Do you do you do you do you understand? There's a lot of people who think they can come disrespect your business because you black and in their mind you're struggling. There's a lot of people who think black skin means struggling. Excuse I hate to say black skin. There's a lot of people that think this complexion means struggling. If you, no matter, no matter how successful you are, no matter what you're doing, if you're brown, you got to be struggling. There's some people, normally hood rats, have that struggle mindset. You know what I'm saying? Where, for instance, you tell a person something like, yo, you want, you want a pair of sneaks? I'll get you a pair of sneaks. They say, nah, man, you know, keep that money for yourself. So, nigga, if the man's offering to buy you a pair of sneakers, what makes you think he can't afford it? Well, because he black. See, we have that attitude towards each other sometimes. So when he said, you know, if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. Family, black folks, what we got to realize is that's where we are with people at this point. We at we're at that point where we're like Negroes. I would rather have no business than to be dealing with you. Hey, 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 all fucking night. Why is that? Because. I can open a restaurant and I can cater to white folks. I can promote the white folks and white folks will come to my restaurant and obey every goddamn rule. They will even obey rules I don't even set. And yet we're supposed to sit as business owners, right? Guys trying to do the right thing. We're supposed to sit and tolerate disrespect, disregard. I said, nah, man, I think not. So I, I understand the brother's level of frustration. It's a thing where it's like, yo, I love my people. Look what I've built for us. And it's like, nigga, this ain't nothing but vanity grand. What the fuck you mean? You think you special because you what? Nigga, this is just a restaurant, nigga. I can go to Prime. I can go to, and he like, yeah, let me beat you to it. Take your ass to Prime or wherever the hell because this ain't vanity grand. I'm not, I'm not trying to be that. I'm not trying to be the fucking jump off. You get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be. You see what I'm saying? Black folks think anything that's owned by a black person got to be hooded out. We got to go hood that shit out. No, you don't. Let's check out the comments section here, man. <laughs> My man Dave said mom was drawing. Talking about that flip video. Yeah, mom was drawing. He said, well, what, what are you doing, mama? You don't talk. She said, well, I mean the beat. Well, I mean the music. I mean, she, could, she blamed it on the beat. 
She said she was popping her ass because the beat. And my fault. I mean, shit, I got naked because the beat. Can you imagine that, y'all? Shit, I mean, I'm sorry, baby. I mean, I only sucked the dick because the beat. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean to cheat. I only had sex with him because of the beat. He says, nah, this is S Smoke One, SMS Music. He says, nah, they serve super strong drinks and play ass-shaking music. That's why I said I got mixed emotions. I could dig it, man. I could dig it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, if you don't want them twerking, don't play no Luke. Nigga. Said, if you don't want them twerking after they done had a, a damn um, sex on the beach, nigga, you can't play no. Ah, ah, ah. You can't put none of that shit on around those scissors. You crazy? Bring them up, bring them up, bring them up. Let me hear that sex tomorrow. It's some sisters that's gonna hear that little bit I just said. Say that tomorrow. Say me tomorrow. They gonna hear that shit in this in this clip right here. They gonna hear that and shit and be in the joint like this, like nigga. Ha! That shit coming. That shit coming. That shit coming. You can't be Pocahontas coming. You can't play none of that shit. At no, you can't play none of that shit at no restaurant with no sisters. They over there doing sex on the beaches and mimosas, this and no, 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 no. Keep that shit a hundred, y'all. He had them all in the dark. You know what I'm saying? All right, now his 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 language might have been a little out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? But that was just the frustration. That was just the frustration. You know. Also, what I thought was interesting, do y'all notice that he 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 had to play the political game because he knew he was scalding a large party of women, and he's probably LGBT. I don't want to just throw that on the brother, but he was comfortable getting in them sisters' ass like that. And um, with the Me Too thing, I don't think a straight brother would have did it. Regardless of that, I want to say bravo to leadership. Why is that? It's because. The brother wasn't afraid to handle his business. He wasn't afraid to say, hey, listen, I need I need a little bit more order than what y'all providing over here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think they tried to pull his card. I think that's why the, the video was edited. It's because right in there, I think some people tried to pull his card. And, and he had to clap back at that. You know what I'm saying? But I I he I noticed that he um he got political. He said you know, this is a large party. He says 75% of my business is women. He said, now, when the men come here, I expect them to respect themselves. Well, what, what, what men come to your restaurant and don't respect themselves? What do they do? So what does he mean by that? You know, the men come here and I expect them to show respect. How? So I'm thinking what he means is he gets a lot of guys coming to his restaurant that like bussy. He gets a lot of, you know, gay guys at his spot. And I don't have them popping and twerking around because otherwise I don't know what the fuck he brought black men. I don't know what he brought men up for. I expect them to respect themselves. 
Well, what do we do to go to what do we do with restaurants to disrespect ourselves? I know brothers come in with their pants sagging and shit like that, all low. You know what I mean? Come through and they might be lying on their phone. I said, but niggas ain't pulling their dicks out or nothing. So I don't, you know. So that sound to me like you know it was. Let me let me bring up men so nobody can think that I'm just coming at them because they're women. So I think he got a little political right there. Um. But ultimately, guys, I was just a little I was just embarrassed because these were grown women being chastised by uh, an adult man. Nobody should have to tell adults at this point how to be behaving. And I think we are hella comfortable, hella comfortable with being a buffoon in public. Black family, I want y'all to go and I want y'all to do a little bit more. Um studying look into the past all right when you look at the civil rights movement a lot of these people who are in the civil rights movement and leading it were not black men and women they didn't consider themselves to be black men and women this black identity has been forced on people and it's forced on those who aren't educated enough to know right from wrong themselves. And so with this black identity, there's all of this new behavior that we've learned is supposed to come with blackness that isn't true. It's a fallacy. What am I trying to say in short? I'm trying to say that brown skin does not mean black in the way that you've been taught to believe blackness behaves moves looks sounds is inaccurate the idea that you know basically you know how we try to say you know we black we from the hood what i'm trying to say is no everyone who is brown is not from the hood you get what i'm saying blackness don't mean ghetto ghetto does not mean black people God, can we get a uh, T-shirt that say that? Ghetto does not mean black people. Jews existed in ghettos before your ass was in a ghetto. See what I'm saying? So even the idea that ghetto means black neighborhoods, it's a lot of black folks who think ghetto means black community. And because they think ghetto means black community, they think there's all of these things that you have to identify with to fit culturally into black society. So you got to smoke Newports. You got to drink Hennessy. You have to have an affection. Uh, you have to have, a, excuse me, you have to have a, um, an appreciation for malt liquor. You have to uh, um, wear loud, bold colors. You got to have... The latest name brand. See, these are all things that we've been allowed to think is stuff relating to black culture. And it's not. The truth of the matter is, guys, black culture is intelligence. Black culture is high intelligence. And if you're not dealing with high intelligence, if you're not developing high intelligence, if you're not nurturing high intelligence, if you're not manifesting high intelligence, you're not doing anything that blacks 
are actually known for doing. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say it a little slower. If you're not about high intelligence, you're not about black culture at all. And I'm telling y'all to go, go do your history. Go look through history and find proof that what I'm saying is a lie. Go prove to me that it's our culture to be twerkers and shit. And I'll present all the evidence showing you that, no, actually, we're high science. The lie is that you twerk. Okay, check this out. Give you an understand what I'm saying. You ever see those Africans dancing? Right? Do you see those little kids? They be cute as shit, fucking it up. They be like this and shit. You ever see them fucking it up? The little African kids? The African kids and the little girls is popping their butt, rolling their hips. But why is it that their dancing isn't sexualized like in America? So in America, we're like, dancing is a part of our culture. That's our culture. That's our culture. Yes, dancing is a part of our culture. Being a buffoon in public is not, however. You see what I mean? When you see those kids in Africa dancing, those are kids and people dancing. When you get to America, we got a culture of being a buffoon. When you go into a Walmart, you and your girlfriends, and you turn your body to a mannequin, and you start sexually grinding on a mannequin, now you're out of your mind. You're not demonstrating high science at this point. At this point, you're not, you're not demonstrating a high degree of intellect. Now you're behaving like a buffoon. Now you're acting like a black person. You're not acting like an indigenous North American. You're not acting like a Nigerian king. You're not acting like a Liberian princess or any of these things a queen you're not doing any of them things now you acting like a black person see the term black has been utilized over time to take you out of the correct frame of mind this is why so many people can't be what they are to be because they're trying because they have the wrong idea of what it is they're trying to be what they're trying to excel to or i'm trying to reach the level of you know Strong black man. I said, bro, it ain't no strong black men, but there are strong men with brown skin. There are leaders with brown skin. You get what I'm saying? But they've always been there. They've always been there. But when you learn to focus on blackness, when you learn and you're taught that your world is blackness, when you're, when you're taught that anything outside of blackness you need to stay away from, you never discover who you actually are. So I, I want you guys to go look into that. All right. Go look into that, especially around your civil rights era, around that civil rights period. Family, black folks, we think that we think that all of the black people here in America were slaves. I'll say this to you one more time because I'm trying to drive this home about our behavior and how we behave. The stuff that we think like. Yo, I went to Miami. I'm going to this restaurant. They don't got chicken fingers and fries. Yo, you don't go to expensive restaurants and order shit that you would get at a Chinese store. That's something black people do, not people. 
You see what I'm saying? There's all these things that we do specifically ourselves. Nobody else do the shit. It's warm as hell in here, y'all. That nobody else does it. Just us. You know what I'm saying? Or just people thinking that they got to fit into blackness. And that's killing you. But if you, get, if you go back around in that civil rights era, right? We really don't got to go back to the civil rights era. I just want you guys to know how old this trick is. There has always been people with skin that look like yours and mine, right? Who are at the forefront of society, leading things. And then there were a large, a large group of people who were undereducated. Those undereducated people, some of them may have been descendants of slaves. Some of those people might have been descendants of slaves. But not all of them were. What am I? I'm saying to y'all that, yo, all the people with brown skin in America was not a slave. Yes, some Africans were brought from Africa to America. But not no four and five hundred and all of this shit they trying to say didn't happen. Ships were not strong enough to sail across the oceans. They were using wind. They were using the natural flowing currents. They were using things like um, manpower to row ships and things like this. Certain ships, boats. Point being, they couldn't come right across. They didn't have the power. The waters would be too crazy. You know what I'm saying? Many times ships fell apart trying to make these kind of journeys. You know? So what you got to understand is there's always been brown people on all the on all the big portions of the world, all the continents, man. And the majority of the brown people here, like myself and yourself, were already here. Some of those Africans that were brought over here, you know what I'm saying, and sold off as slaves. Yeah. Eventually, they mixed right in with everybody else over here that was black. And the brown people who were already over here, the natives from um, the northern areas and the southern areas, a lot of them mixed around as well. But this idea that the United States got populated by bringing Africans from there to here. Oh, that's all the bullshit. So intelligent black people go back. I intelligent black people is almost. Uh, uh, um. What am I trying to say here? When, we, when we're looking for where black people got to America, so they've already been here. There was already intelligent, smart, um, inventor class type black folk here. There was already black folks here teaching white folks and foreigners how to do things, how to grow crops. There was already a language. When we were here in America, we don't know our language most of the time because we use sign language, not spoken language. You understand what I'm saying? When you start talking about American sign language, that is how the indigenous people here spoke. You get what I'm saying? More with signs. You get what I'm saying? Than with the words. This was some English shit where they come in with all of these words now. Connotative language, denotative language, blah, 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 blah. This is why when I write in English, I do not give a fuck about spelling at all. I don't care about grammar at all because it's a white man's Thing. You get what I'm saying? You got to speak the English like this. It's a nigga, if I was speaking as an indigenous North American, I wouldn't be giving a shit about no commas and no periods. I probably wouldn't even say as much as the English language requires. Y'all hear all these fucking words we use? 
You know? So understand that black excellence is native here. Black excellence has always been here. It's been here. And so don't think that you need to hold on to a hood way of doing things. You got to do it more hood. No, you don't. You actually need to leave hood shit alone. You actually need to leave that ghetto shit alone because that's a trap. What you were before you decided that you were black, what you were before you decided you was hood, before you was thug, before you was boss, before you was a bad bitch, before you was a, 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 a ride or die, before all of these goofy ass things, you were just excellence. You were just brilliance. When you start talking about um, Annie Malone, these are that class of people that I'm talking about. Annie Malone wasn't no slave. You get what I'm saying? People try to say, oh, well, her, her, her mother was or somebody in her family was and, you know, her, her father was a white man and they was mixed. I say, yo, black folks and white folks in America was fucking, y'all. They were fucking. I already talked to y'all about anti-miscegenation laws. Anti-miscegenation came in because black folks was fucking. Those natives over here, those natives, when we say natives indigenous, we means those people that they call Native Americans. Do y'all see my high fucking cheekbones? Do y'all see my beautiful, shiny, um, reddish brown skin? Do y'all see that? Do y'all see this fucking hair? Y'all understand? I'm, I'm, I'm more Native American than any kind of African. You get what I'm saying? We are from this place. We are from this place. So y'all got to throw that out, man. That idea that, you know, we, we, we are from the ghetto and we act and talk. I said, no, we don't. No, we're, we are high science. Ladies, y'all dancing, keep dancing. I said, but stop dancing like little, stop, stop, stop being so loose with yourself. Why? Because that's not your way. That's not the way. You actually behave here. You're now behaving how television has programmed you to behave. Television has shown you black folks behave in a type of way. And so now you're behaving that type of way. You are indigenous to this land. Let me ask you this. How come you don't see images of native savages? Right? Y'all know how they tried to say, oh, those those Indians, we killed all of them off. We we chased them away. All of them got killed off and we basically replaced millions of them with slaves from Africa. How, Sway? How? So most of the natives, they didn't get rid of them. They reclassified them. They got rid of their identities. This is why you don't got no Nigerians coming to America to save us. This is why you ain't got no Liberians coming to America to save you. If you think you are what a Liberian is, go ask a Liberian who you are to them. Go ask someone from Mali who you as an American are to them. They're going to say you a you, uh, fucking American. You ain't from where I'm from. 
Our blood ain't the same. Our skin, though brown, ain't the same. So I just want my black family to start acting like themselves, which is intelligent. Don't act intelligent, be it. You're acting hood. Throw that out. You're not hood. You're high fucking science out here, man. You know, but that's what I'm saying. With, with folks like your Annie Malone, right? We think that everybody was some slave who got rich. Annie Malone was not a slave. You get what I'm saying? That was an intelligent woman. Um, Rosa Parks, intelligent woman. You see what I'm saying? Martin Luther King, Dr. King, his whole family, intelligence. They had their church. They weren't, they weren't struggling. They weren't scratching and fucking surviving, guys. You understand what I'm saying? Jesse Jackson and all these people. There was a huge class of brown folks, indigenous folks who knew that they were actually Native American people here in America. They knew that. And this is why when this whole black agenda came up, come on, y'all, come on, everybody got to call themselves black. A lot of brown skin folks said, mm, no, thank you. I'm not going to do that. Why not? I said, because I'm not a black person. See, I didn't know. I had to learn that black was an insult at one point in time here. I didn't know that. I didn't know. And it was an insult because at one point everybody knew who they were. So we got some things that we got to get out of our head, man. We got to get out of our mind. All right, before I get out of here, I just want to say this too. All right. Now, your girl, uh, Gabby Sidibe. She done went out here and got herself a man finally. You know what I'm saying? Herself and a lot of other sisters. I don't even know if we can call her sister because Sidibe, you know... Every, like I said, everybody ain't an American. Just because they live here don't mean they're American. So a lot of those people that come from different countries, they come over here with a lot of disgust and anger towards black men. And they try to blame black American men for a bunch of problems they face or things that they feel like they're facing when it ain't got nothing to do with black men. And Gabby Sidibe is one of them. Also, that woman from The Real, the big woman, is her name like Lonnie or something? She's one of these type of people. But Gabby Sidibe is happily engaged. She's happily engaged to Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. She's happily engaged to Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. I don't know if you guys saw it, but go look online. She posted pictures of her and her zaddy. On Instagram and Twitter and all of this kind of stuff. And she's really excited about it, right? Sisters, I want y'all to please, please go look at Gabby Sidibe's boo and tell me, is, is that man that she's saying she's engaged to, is he really, is he really the pick? Is, is he really the guy, the type of guy all the sisters are just dying to be with? Is Gabby Sidibe really interested in this nigga over Trey Songs? Is Gabby Sidibe really happy with this nigga over a Morris Chestnut? This wet head, 
looking nigga. More importantly, ladies, when you saying things like I'm looking for love, I'm looking for love, I'm looking for love, and I want somebody, she said, Gabby said something like, she says, white men appreciate us the way we are. Sisters, is that really what you ready to do? You ready to settle with any old square ass white dude that accepts you, but you not ready to settle down with a brother? Is it really that hard? Go look at Gabby Sidibe's new boo. Now, she's, uh, I want a decent man. I want a man that can wine me, dine me, love me, met me. Well, of the two of them, Gabby Sidibe and her new boo, who's the, the top earner? Is it he or she? It is she. Black men don't know how to, black men don't know how to, they don't know how to provide. Did she go get a provider? Go look at him. Tell me that this is the dude y'all would pick to provide for you and your damn children. Okay? Black men don't know how to be romantic. Go look at this nigga and tell me if you're interested in him romancing you. She's marrying Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. Ladies, tell me if the man she's married to is just what you've been waiting to run into your whole life. We talk all of this stuff about brothers not being able to protect us and not caring, needing to have their own money. And then we go get a white man who wouldn't bust a damn grape in a fruit fight. You understand what I'm saying? And, and then we start talking that. Because he appreciates me for me. See, let's talk about something true, ladies. Y'all don't want a man that challenges you. See, Gabby Sidibe wants to get this little corny ass white guy and come out here and say, because none of the black men are available. Sweetheart, none of the black men are on this bum ass man's level. This nigga's a bum. And what she comes in and basically try to say is, though he a bum ass, corny ass white boy, he's still better than you niggas. No, Gabby. No, Gabby. He is not better than any of us. SMS says, I ain't romantic. Well, I ain't from Rome, right? Yeah, they treat us better. No, they don't. They don't know how to tell you that your hair is fucked up and to take that weave out. See, you ain't got to worry about that when you're dealing with the white boy because he don't know nothing about weave. You see? See, Gabby, he's happy to roll around in your big ass because to him, it's a bragging right. He gets to go around his boys like, yeah, I'm tapping that. Yeah, I'm tapping that. Yeah. I'm with Gabby, you know, as long as he lets you eat, you know what I'm saying? As long as he sits there and lets you eat your way to fucking unconsciousness, you happy with him. 
Because, see, he accept me the way I am. No, black men are not going to accept you the way you are. Yes, a black man who got a right mind is going to need you to take care of yourself. You ain't finna fucking die on me. I'm supposed to be loving on you. You're going to be my damn wife out here and your ass won't stop eating no pork. And you think I'm a better man for letting you kill yourself. Girl, you fucking insane. I know a lot of brothers who are out here dating white women, corny ass white women, and I ain't got no problem with it. But the minute you want to start talking about that corny ass white girl like she the pick of the litter, nigga, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, 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 stop, slow down, honey, honey, listen. So she's out here dating this fucking clown. And she's dating him now because she feels like, you know what, now I can, I, can move, I can move higher in white society with this white man. Little does she know. See, it's a lot of people who think they're going to get white, white zaddies and everything going to be cool. There's some sisters out here now that got kids with white men and everything was great. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all know them, man. Them sisters that get these white boys and now that they get a white boy, they don't even fuck with you. They used to be like, oh, what's up, yo? How you doing? Now they don't see you. Oh, I'm in love. I finally found the love of my life. They start saying all of this shit that they would never say to a black man. I would never. I would never submit to no black man. I would never submit to no this. I would never submit to no that. As soon as they give him one of these white bulls. Oh, this is the happiest I've ever been. It's not the fucking happiest you've ever been. You just got this white complex where you think whiteness in your life means you fucking elevated do fuck one white girl now he think he bagging white hoes yeah <laughs> i know niggas that was down at the march who think they special because they went down there and met some white ass yeah i mean met the white john down there at the march nigga that don't even make no sense i'm down here at this protest picking up ass during covid See, it's a lot of us who got that syndrome where whiteness come around and we can't make no fucking decisions for ourselves no more. We get fucking. And ladies, stop kicking that bullshit. Oh, well, Gabby is her size. Black men ain't interested. Gabby, me and my niggas will run through your ass right now, girl. What you talking about? Stop it. Same with Lonnie. Lonnie, brothers will dog your ass. What is you talking about? All you got to do is stop running around making excuses for wanting a white man. I know sisters right now that got these damn white men. Oh, and another one, that damn Lizzo. Lizzo, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I don't want to hear no big girl talking about black men got a problem with big women when I can put on Pornhub right now and bring up millions of videos Dudes is in there. What are you talking about? Dudes is in there with 300 pound women sitting on their face. On their face. Dudes is with 300 pound women on their face talking about some. Mm, mm, oh, mm, babe. Mm. But you can't find a brother. You're lying, Gabby. You're lying, Liz O. You're lying, Lonnie. What it is, is you're too chicken shit 
to approach brothers. You're insecure. What you want is a dude to come to you and say, damn, baby, I love that you overweight. And you know what? No matter how big you get, I'd always be there. Fuck out of here. No. I said brothers love sisters, but stop acting like they got to come and say all of that. They got to come lay all of that out for you. Oh, girl, you know what? I don't care if you don't love your body. I love you anyway. I don't care if you don't take care of yourself. That's exactly the opposite of what your man's supposed to be saying. But when you find a white man that does just that, you too fucking stupid to know you shouldn't want that. So I know a sister was married to a, a, a fucking uh, a, a, a white guy, right? The shit went bad with, with that relationship. The nigga that took the kid, sending through all of these ups and downs trying to see her fucking kid. You get what I'm saying? And she's probably right now like, God damn it. Now, I guarantee you she ain't trying to fuck with no more white men. The same games that women try to play on black men. I'm going to take your kid and I'm going to go to the court and I'm going to make you look crazy. That's what she's going through. The same games that these uh, these white women come and play on brothers. The white man is playing on these sisters as well. Who was it that just got divorced by the white guy and had to cut a check? Who was it? I can't remember. Y'all let me know. One of these sisters out here dating these brothers, right? Get divorced, and now she kicking all of this money to him. Y'all keep playing that fucking game if y'all want. Y'all keep playing that, I gotta, I gotta go outside. I gotta go outside because, man, you need to get that fucking complex in order. I ain't never been out here saying I need to go get a white woman because black women. No. If I want a white woman, I want a white woman. It ain't never going to be because black woman. Come on, stop that. Stop it. Nah, matter of fact, man, anytime y'all see any of them making videos talking about black men don't love them because they size, they size, go to the Pornhub and grab the biggest SSBBW video you can find and, and post that shit in a comment section. Stop playing. We're not playing that nowadays. Brothers are out here loving women, period. Loving them, period. You see what I'm saying? The size ain't got nothing to do with it. It's your mindset. This remind me of the boy. The boy that be doing the videos in the gym where he be spoofing people. He's like, it's a mindset thing. <laughs> it's, it's a mindset thing. Yeah, ladies, stop that. Don't don't go out here. Don't go out here trying to ride that black men don't love me because my size. We love all the all the sizes. Short, fluffy, big, fluffy, middle, fluffy. We with all that. What we're not with is having to be a slave. So Gabby Sidibe is clearly uncompetitive. What does that mean? It means when we go to the gym, right, there's white women in there. They doing rolls like this. They ain't hitting them rolls. It's white women in there squatting with 150 pounds on their back. It's also sisters in there, dude, doing leg raises 100 at a time. These are competitive women, not because they're at the gym, but because they know that their ability to attract a man is going to involve their appearance. They understand that how they appear before a man is going to say a lot. Folks like Lizzo, folks like Gabby Sidibe, folks like Lonnie, 
they refuse to acknowledge that they need to compete. They don't want to. Same way there's a lot of brothers out here who refuse to acknowledge that they need to compete. Brothers, you want top women? You need to get on your money shit out here. Women are looking for whoever's handsome and got the money. And if you got the money, you can be a little less handsome. But if you can't accept that, and if you ain't ready to compete, brothers, you're going to get whatever is left over. Gabby Bay with Deuce Bigelow. You with Deuce Bigelow, Gabby, because you've left yourself for the leftovers. Same with Lonnie. If you wanted a brother, all you had to do was get out here and be putting in some work. A brother will see you putting in work. Here come love them roles. What you talking about? We ain't got no problem with roles. But if you're going to be a lazy woman, well, then you're a liability. See, Gabby Bay wants to be a wealthy liability. I, I got all of the money. She wants somebody she can control like that. Well, are you going out with your boys? Well, I just put $1,000 on your your debit card. So she wants to be like that. You see what I'm saying? And she wants to be that way because, as I said, she's not a competitor. She's, she's not a competitor. She cannot compete. If you bring 35 women around, she's not one of them big, confident women that's like, I'm sexy. Watch me compete because I know some of them. That's sexy. Fellas, don't we know some big women that's just, oh, my gosh, I got to have them. Don't we know it? Say it in the comments section. We know some plus size women that we don't even consider to be plus size. We just call them thick and beautiful. But then you got your sitabays who got this I'm fat, nobody love me mentality about themselves. And they want a man to come pity party with them. No. 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 See, women like Gabby Sitabay with that I can't compete attitude, they make me think that they don't smell too well down there. Women like her with that attitude make me think, and Lonnie, they make me think they don't take care of themselves. Why do you think that, Anthony? I said, because they're constantly looking for who's going to accept me the way that I am. Okay. I want a woman to accept me the way that I am, too. But I'm working on myself. See, I don't, I don't want her to come accept a lazy dude who think because I've been in a few movies, because I did Precious, I can live like Precious. No. Please go look at Gabby's Deuce Bigelow Mel Gigolo and let me know if he's the pick, ladies. Is that what y'all all dying to be with? Because apparently, based on Gabby Sidibe, all of us black men, we done missed out on her. Up, oh, up! Oh, we didn't, we didn't let the infiltration of Deuce Bigelow start. All right, folks, I've, 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 I've talked long enough. I gotta get going. All right, y'all make sure y'all tune into the, the nonstop worker podcast at anchor.fm forward slash two one five. Y'all out here grinding, Gabby, sit a bay up. Y'all know y'all wrong talking about that girl. Y'all know y'all wrong for talking about that girl. She mean well. I, no, I, I, honestly, I think she's a beautiful sister. And honestly, Gabby could get this work. But that attitude, that attitude that nobody likes me because I'm big, that's not attractive to, to, to men from plus size women. Now, you don't, ladies, don't have that Lizzo confidence where you like out here embarrassing yourself and calling it confidence. That's not attractive. Nobody wants to be with a clown. 
Also, ladies, please go look into what is the menstrual show. So you so you better understand what that is. No, no, no person with dignity is going to come choose somebody who's degrading themselves 24-7. Okay? Cardi B. Okay. So Folks, this is anger.fm4 slash 215, the nonstop working podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, make sure you guys um, log in at patreon.com forward slash nonstop working for all the exclusive um, audio documentations, audio presentations we've been preparing for you guys. Also, um, the free downloads and um, access to the stock super simple audio book is there. All right, so we got a lot of stuff there. A lot of the stuff that's going to be how to help you guys is going to be there, especially the brothers. A lot of how to help. And ladies, if you want to know how to help your man, if you're looking for tips and stuff like that, for uh, uh, how to help your man, how to better communicate with him, if you're just trying to understand the minds of your men a little bit, you know, holla at your player over at, uh, excuse me, at patreon.com forward slash nonstop working. And you might even want to go ahead and just subscribe for your partner. All right. So get with me. It's going to be going down. It's going to be going down. I love you guys. All right. And make sure you continue to visit us at our website, www.daus.me. All right. I got to get going. You guys be safe and I'll talk to you in a second. If you like to enjoy a fresh cup of coffee in the morning, stop by Morning Star Cafe at 7200 Westchester Pike, Upper Darby, PA, 19082. For more information, Call in at 267-500-2200. Brothers and sisters, you must add to your library this newly released book called The Spiritual Reflections of the Sufi Freemason, Volume 1 by Salman Shek. Salman Shek is a Masonic lecturer, author, and writer. His writings have been published in many Masonic magazines and lectures given in many lodges in person and online. Get it now on Amazon, The Spiritual Reflections of the Sufi Freemason, Volume 1. Hey guys, I hope you've enjoyed this segment, alright? I was talking about Mike and how good he looked and how mature he was. So I wanted to share with you guys a clip. This is him after the fight talking about... um, how he uses cannabis. Uh, and I just think that it, it supports what I was saying about Mike being more mature than he used to be, more a lot more confident and just um, a well-rounded man. But check out the clip um, and uh, tell me what you think. Are you looking for some food with soul? How about catering with soul? 
Well, stop by Haverford Grill and Soul at 6548 Haverford Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19151. Call for more information at 215-476-7685 and at 215-476-7686. Third base, the hit out. Third base, third, third. You already know it's your boy, Mr. Hurd Live. Ladies, this one's for you. Bringing you those jams. You would have to be crazy to not like something. Buy it now on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, and more. I used to just do it on Android. Now everybody got the iPhone. All y'all got the iPhone, so ain't no excuse. Enjoy a good meal at Amori's Restaurant, 5037 Baltimore Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19142. Call for more information at 215-921-9552. Also visit amorisrestaurant.com. Attention content creators, artists, dancers, and filmmakers. Are you tired of searching around for music that you can use in your productions? Consider changing the game by having a custom composition created for your next piece. Me and my team of writers and producers can save you both time and money by creating unique loops and grooves that you can use whenever and however you like. For more information, email me direct at mra.heard at yahoo.com. 